Stephen A. Smith is the great negotiator, the great peacemaker. Yep. He charged out there on the court, even though he said he didn't. He charged out there on the court in the middle of Buck Sixers and broke up that fight. Listen, I do not care what Stephen A. Smith has to say about that not being him. There is no way in hell that wasn't him. You can take one look at the hairline and know it was him. Exactly. No, 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 no. It wasn't Stephen A. Smith. It was Stephen B. Smith. For most of you who don't know that voice, that'd be everybody. That's Cam. Cam is new to the program. What's up, everybody? Yeah, okay. We also have Tim here with us. What's up? Yeah, Tim's here, too. Has so, Tim been on the show here? No, right? have you? No, no. I thought you had. No, this I've is been, the first. I've been in school. Cam, the only thing I'm going to ask you to do is talk into your mic a little more. That's the All only right, thing. We'll might want, you can lift it up if you want. That's is okay. better? That's better. All right, cool. So, Stephen A. Smith is saying that was a security guard, that he would not charge the court of the Wells Fargo Arena. It was very clearly not a security guard. No, security guards don't dress like that. Maybe he's just no. being humble. I have never seen a security guard with a gold Although tie. Although there, there yeah, was exactly. a coach with a gold tie from the other team that ran out and tried to stop the fight, too. But was, did he have a hairline like Stephen A. Smith? No. Okay, so there, He came out of the other did. direction Com- of the court. Completely he, debunked. He didn't break up the fight, but he did put in his two cents. Exactly. Like and that's what Stephen A. Smith does. Stephen yeah. A. Smith just puts in his two cents for everything. He's probably like, hey... Stop acting. The a fool. man is around the world all the time. I mean, he is carrying the ESPN network. If we're being honest, more or less, he's, he just got what a ten million dollar contract. Yeah. No, if you ask Most. me, they should just let him fight. <laughs> Who, yeah. Stephen A. Smith, and the players, or the players? No, the players. Okay, because I feel like every sport should be more like the NHL and just let their players fight. Brings much more interesting. Uh, I wish there were still benches clearing brawls in baseball. That'd be cool. Like, it I happens it was, sometimes. I wish it was more of a common occurrence. You know, if there was a the malice 80s. at the Palace per season in the NBA, it'd be better. It That's would be. Yeah. If Ron Artest was jumping into the crowd to beat some fan, it would be better. The NBA needs more Ron Artest. I'm Why? just saying the NBA should let their players fight. Because imagine two just giants just beating the hell out of each other. Well, Although things would get a little unfair when Joel Embiid wants to pick a fight with somebody. Or, or when Zion gets into the league and he wants to pick a fight with somebody. Giannis yeah. would just take on three Like, imagine dudes. Zion like, fighting you know. Jeremy Lin. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to knock him back to the United States. He's in Canada right now. He plays for Toronto. Yep. Right. Let's say the NBA, they're like, okay, you know, let them fight. Who's the first, like, two players that, like, you know, start squabbling up? Russell Teammates. Westbrook and whoever. And KD. Maybe him Ooh. and Embiid. Like, who do you think? Is it Russ and KD first or Russ and Embiid? I feel like KD yeah, would bitch Russell out. Embiid. Who's this they like hate a, each other. Ron Artest, if you would legalize fighting in basketball, Ron Artest would come back. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That's just a true statement. That's Ron Artest. Just to finish yeah, the yeah. job on Harden. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, in NASCAR, like a couple years ago, they incorporated like a rule where it's boys have at them, meaning that any driver, any team, they start fights. You know, don't let them fight out. And yeah, until it's it. over. Yeah, that's that's what it should be. If you the know, fight starts, let it finish. If if it gets out of hand, then fines get handed out. But you know, if it almost never agree, really gets out of hand that nah, much. You know, especially in NASCAR, I feel like fighting really isn't a huge part of it. You'd be surprised at the amount. I've of- seen fights where people like swinging their helmets to other guys. <laughs> yeah, they've yeah, thrown. Yeah. Uh, actually, I like that. That's illegal now. You can't throw your helmet. at Ah, oh, come on. Just because the. Like the whole entire thing helmet between helmet. Uh, Tony Stewart and the one kid. Yeah, that's yeah. I was about yeah. to bring that up. That's how that one kid died. He was trying to fight Tony Stewart, he, and then Tony Stewart the murdered him. Just ran him over on purpose. Oh, yeah. look, you can't look at me and tell me a driver of that experience didn't mean to fishtail to try to scare the kid, and then the, the kid walked too close to the car. If if you ever done it, and I've worked on those cars, um, those cars don't really steer much. 
you have to kick the back end out to get it to steer. I don't think he killed that kid on purpose. No, yes, he, he did. He meant to scare him. He meant to scare him. He, he kicked the not, back out on purpose. He did not meant to hit him. The kid went really so close. So I don't to think car. he meant to kill that kid on purpose. Listen, yeah. No, as I just said, he meant to scare him. He meant to which scare is him. The same thing. And I, uh, no, it's not. I will reiterate my point. No. I do not think Tony Stewart meant to kill that, that kid, kid on no, purpose. Right, but it was still murder. Yeah, there's a difference between murder and like intentional murder. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, was it manslaughter? manslaughter? If yeah, you, manslaughter. You, no, no. This is second degree murder. Second degree murder is not premeditated. No. It's a crime of passion. If you. If but don't you have intent? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure if like I scream boo, that'd, then someone runs be, out in the street. That'd be I'm, manslaughter. That's manslaughter. That's not second degree yeah. murder. I don't know. That's, Look it up. Uh, oh my god. What does god. this become? <laughs> Tony Stewart killing people. That's so, what this become. Luade isn't isn't he those, still racing? No. Or no, he still races sprint cars. Yeah, he doesn't race the dirt that. cars anymore, right? No, he races the dirt cars. He doesn't race NASCAR anymore. What? Yeah. Honestly, like... Oh. Killing someone without intent is manslaughter. Okay. Yeah. So, well, what's second degree See, now, but how do you prove intent? Well, like, he can't see out of that car on the right side. The, the kid misjudged how close he was to the car. It really was just a really shitty... It was uh, a crapshoot. Yeah. And he killed the kid. Second-degree murder... I'm trying to read it. Don't put your finger in front of it, John. Second-degree murder, any intentional murder with malice afterthought, but is not premeditated or planned in advance. Yeah. All right. So I've there honest, has to be intent. Yeah. I've, Thus I've murder. Honestly, I've honestly seen, like, you know, <laughs> Saturday night short track races where guys have, like, purposely hit somebody, like, you know, full-on out, but, like, never to, like, the death, you know. Uh, yeah, it... The whole entire like. Listen, it know, doesn't happen often. It doesn't. No, usually the, it becomes a big brawl. You know, if you yeah. start using the cars, it's not. It's not cool. <laughs> well, to be fair, you know, like people don't in NASCAR and those kinds of races, they don't die crazy often. Like they die sometimes, but not like. This is the first time NASCAR has been talking. About it's on not. The show. Yeah, for it's real. Not like, That's uh, what happens when you bring Tim. <laughs> yeah. You want to give him the mic so we can talk into it? No. <laughs> Fuck off. Actually, um, I've been talking to a couple of race teams. Actually, after college, I'm going to be trying to go to Australia. Oh, Australia. There's not a single... P- <laughs> what? Watch. Don't mess with this old hand. Then come oh. talk to me. Yeah, I no, hate but... you. It's Adam Sandler. Um, no. Oh. Really? He's uh, Israeli, and he tries to pass himself off as Australian. But every time he says Australia, he says, oh, Australia. Give Tim the mic. <laughs> Please. Please. I'm Australian. Um, but yeah, with like, uh, you don't see... Tim, you can pick up the mic. <laughs> and put it near your face at least. He's going to take it away from you as soon as you do, like uh, that. Pull it right out of the holder. How about that? Here you go, Tim. Somebody want to uh, give him a mic? <laughs> Tim now has two mics. Alright. So like, um, in the technology advances of racing... You have, um... <laughs> you have what? You have, like, the Han flying start yeah. here. This isn't even going to be a long episode, because we got to get back to Trapped in the Closet. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I was going to bring up the fact that when Dale Earnhardt died, like, if you watch that, his crash didn't look like anything special. Oh, oh, oh. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, no. That's, that's <laughs> it, it wasn't anything special. It was just the speed and the way it hit. He hit the wall, and his neck snapped, which and is just... Bewildering they, to me. The the device that saved the lives of people who hit the car, it was made six or seven months before any of that happened. Um, 
he was one of the people, and it was more of being claustrophobic because it holds your head down and you can't move around as much because you're tethered to basically the seat with your head. Um, they didn't like that, and they thought it was actually going to kill them because they couldn't move around as much, and they thought they couldn't get out of the car as quickly. Um, and it wasn't until Dale Earnhardt got killed uh, that they decided to do that. and Make it mandatory, right? Yeah, and honestly, the amount of hits and stuff like that um, – there's the race in, or there was qualifying in uh, Texas in 2008, where the guy straight on hit the wall and flipped over. And he was fine, right? Yeah, he walked out, walked away. Because if you watched, if you ever, have you ever seen Dale Earnhardt's crash? Yes, I have. It's times. that's he, the Daytona 500, wasn't it? Yeah, he gets hit from behind and then goes boop into the wall, and his car stops. And then everyone, you know, assumes seems like a routine collision for NASCAR. Yeah, everyone assumes he's it okay. Happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And then. He doesn't get out, and then the ambulance comes on, and then he's dead. Just right there, as soon as he touched the wall, dead. Well, because you got to remember, they're going 200 miles an hour around the course. We went from fighting in sports to this. So, <laughs> we NASCAR is sports. We went from fighting in sports to NASCAR crashes. And it's the cool. death of Dale Earnhardt. NASCAR crashes are cool. And I've wanted to talk about Dale Earnhardt for a while now. I just haven't figured well, out how to so, bring it up. Well, because you missed the talking point by about 15 years. Don't worry. It's still crazy. And, you know, that was my dad's favorite racer it's back relevant. in the day. Yeah. Your dad had a favorite racer? Yeah, he still does. Jimmy Johnson. Your dad watches NASCAR? Yes, I do too. My favorite was <laughs> Jeff Gordon. I, I <laughs> don't a have a favorite now. How often do you watch NASCAR? Whenever there's a race? Every weekend. Not every weekend. But how many? Most how weekends. often is there a race? About every weekend. About every weekend. Was yeah. the last time you watched a full NASCAR race? Last weekend. Yeah, which one? I don't remember the name of it. I just Texas. was watching it with my dad. Is that Texas? Okay, Tim. Yeah. So, uh, getting back real quick to fighting in sports, it should be allowed in every sport. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I heard a story the other day from the Malice in the Palace. Do you know what that is? Yes. That's where Ron Artest uh, went into the crowd and started kicking the shit out of fans. Kind of what. Uh, the guy, the guy in the Bruins did. He climbed over and beat the guy with his own shoe. Was that the whole entire team? Yeah, it was the whole Bruins team climbed into the stands of Madison Square Garden and started beating the shit out of fans. Or you can just go to Slapshot and see what they did. Yeah. So, Stephen Jackson, who was the guy who followed Ron Artest into the crowd, told a story about how after that fight, they're in the locker room sitting there. Ron Artest leans back, leans back, looks at Stephen Jackson, and goes, "Man." You think we're gonna get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> no. Stephen Jackson's like, yeah, man, we're gonna get in trouble. What are you talking about? We punched the fans. Some fans. I was watching a video recently about that too. It's good um, to see the fans get involved. Though. And uh, yeah, I actually it talked about how the Pacers at the time were like considered contenders for the NBA title. Yeah. And that yeah. like really just Stephen Jackson was a just, shooter. That set them back. Like yeah, that'll a do couple it. seasons. <laughs> so what what happened with that? Did they all get thrown out of the league or? Uh, so Ron Artest like got suspended for a year. Um, <laughs> I forget. And then Steven I know Jackson one other guy got suspended for like a few months, and then the other another guy was like fifteen through the games. playoffs. Yeah. So it didn't yeah. even matter. I honestly think if the fans yeah. want to go and like you know heckle and get to the point where they're pissing off players and they get in the fight, you know that's a whole entire you know gloves off. You like fuck it, let them fight. I mean, well, although these players are well, not basketball they're players, huge. but hockey players are them. trained to fight. Like, like if most of them are not punches. Some of them are people, like normal very people. few. If the fans yeah. are stupid enough to you know go up there and start fighting them, I mean they paid to be there. They're I mean, it's like that beat, fan yeah. that jumped in the penalty box with Ty Domi. That it's was like, fucking like hilarious. You're, you're an idiot. It was. 
Have like, you ever seen that video? Or that yes, guy, I have. He's that, jumping that in, Sabres he grabs fan. him, and then he falls that in Sabres off the glass. That Sabres fan that ran on the ice and went over to the Sabres bench, and then Rob Ray just started, just started grabbing him, him, beating the hell yeah. out of him. He got about 20 short rights off in a span of 15 seconds. If they're stupid enough to do it, you know, there's consequences, and their consequences gain their shit Exactly. Out. Have you seen the soccer players that kick the guy in the face? I hate soccer players when fans run on the field, because a lot of them just hug them and usually like push them back to the field. No, yeah. The one I watched, the, the guy's running around the soccer field going nuts, and the soccer player just sees him and fucking kicks him right in the face. It's hysterical. Because well, he's just fed up with it. Because this is like the 10th fan, I think, that ran on the field that game. If Zion came to the league, Zion is what? 6'11", 280? 6'7", 280. Jesus. 6'7", 280. Is he like the number one contender for that now. Like I think, the league, I think he's tied with hands. Boban Marjanovic for the heaviest. I think he kicked the shit out of Boban, though. Zion. Wait, wait who's the, like, no, like, not even just tallest. Who's the largest player in the league? Boban like, is tied with uh, for Zion the, for, for 285. The, like, wait. Like, I want to know. But I, I I bet Embiid's probably over 300. Like, Absolutely. No one can know. fucking touch Shaq when yeah, he was in Shaq his prime. Was oh, Shaq was Shaq was like three. Yeah. Shaq was fucking huge. If Shaq could have fought people, that would have been amazing. Although Shaq would have been tired in about two seconds. Yeah, but it might have been over by then. Shaq yeah. would have thrown one haymaker. If he didn't land it, that was it. Boban is 7'3", 290. Oof. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's a big guy. Did you, you guys ever see that footage of uh, Shaq dunking on that the then New York Nick Chris Dudley? Yeah. yeah, and he put his crotch in his face, yeah. and then Chris Dudley threw the ball at Shaq. And yeah, if Shaq decided, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back at this guy, he could have easily killed him in one punch. Shaq's yeah. what seven two? Yeah, we've had this conversation. He's seven one. Seven one. I think just Shaq knows how big he is. He just doesn't feel like he needs to fight. He, he doesn't. He'll just scare the shit he out. He probably of pulls his punches if he ever fought someone. Oh, he is the he probably have to. Who's the lightest player in the NBA? Probably um, Steph Curry. Well, Isaiah Thomas, but he probably won't be there for much longer. Oh, imagine <laughs> Zion fighting Isaiah Thomas. Didn't that guy on the Sixers lose like 90 pounds from like an allergic reaction this... or something? Oh, I forget who that was. Zion Smith. Yeah. yeah, that was their rookie. Yeah. Yeah. You want that allergic it's reaction the, It's diet? the Philly yeah, curse. That. It's the Philly curse. All the rookies get injured or sick the first year. If they somehow... Spud Webb was 5'7", 133. Now imagine him fighting Shaq, who outweighed him by 180 pounds. And was about oh. a foot tall. No, 190 Shaq pounds. could lift him by Shaq the neck and throw him. <laughs> over a foot taller than that guy. You said he was 5'7"? Yeah. Yeah. What about Muggsy Bogues? Muggsy Bogues oh, was 5'3", 136. Poor Muggsy. Yeah. Muggsy would have died. Yeah, Muggsy was yeah, awesome. Muggsy played when Shaq played. Young what Shaq wasn't Muggsy? big Shaq. Didn't yet. Muggsy retire yeah. in the league though? Like, wasn't he still playing when he finished? What do you mean? Or did oh. he end up in a different league, like playing somewhere uh, else? You, did he play in Europe to end his career? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I think feel like most player players just retire in the NBA if they're gonna retire. No, Especially but like you got stars, you got the guy that was in Uncle like, Drew, that short dude. What was his name? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. He still oh, yeah. plays. Yeah, he's, that dude won he's like three dunk contests. Muggsy yeah, Pogues finished in 2001 with the Toronto yeah. Raptors. He's only like 32 or 33. Yeah, he's in the G League now. In the G League? I thought he, got, he, was on, he went to the big G three. League. Last time, I thought he was on China. Delaware. Is he back in China? Because he was on Delaware for a while ago. The, really? Yeah. He was on the Sixers? Like, uh, they're like G League team? The 87s? Wait, I, don't, I know the... Yeah, never mind. I thought the... Their name was like the Blue Coats or something. All oh, right, that's it now. Yeah, the Le- oh no, he plays for the. So you're saying he plays he was... in Lebanon. Oh, Jesus, Nate, come home. <laughs> Anyone know what country Lamelo's going to? <laughs> 
Dude, listen, I hate that Lithuania. Fan. The only ball brother I was pulling for was Leangelo Ball. That's the <laughs> only one I was pulling for. Because well, nobody cared about him. You know, it gave you us the great uh, thing. Hey, do you know the stat line that Leangelo? It's where you get zero in everything <laughs> except one steal. <laughs> Oh, man. That whole family's a waste of time. LeVar Ball should come back, make an NBA attempt. Him and Zion take, <laughs> set the world on fire. LeVar should adopt Carmella. Speaking of Zion, that's why you're here. You want to talk about Zion yes. and the potential... Zion, I love you. Marriage <laughs> come to New York. New York Knicks that are coming. Well, it's not really it's his not decision. It's not going to happen. Uh, Adam Although, Silver, freeze the envelope, please. You... You got so scared by an April Fool's joke that PTI put on. Oh, my God. Mike Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser. I've, I know you guys do this every damn year. You hit that April Fool's joke, the opening segment. And when you said Zion was forgoing the draft and staying another year at Duke because he was pissed off he didn't win the championship, I snapped. I called John, who's a Knicks fan, and I just started laughing at him. I called <laughs> you, and true. I just started laughing. I, I saw that, too. I was, I was quite concerned oh for, like, God. 30 seconds. I wish it would have happened. No, no, the worst. He had discontent with teams at the top of the lottery, and that's the Knicks. He said he had discontent with Do you want to know what the worst April Fool's joke on the Knicks was? Um, the, this the, was the, the headline. conception of the franchise? No, this was the headline for it. Uh, New York Knicks prepared to offer guard Emmanuel Moutier four-year, $64 million extension. Oh, Jesus Christ. I almost cried when I saw that. <laughs> I screamed. I was like, what the fuck? What do you got against Emmanuel Moutier? Um, He's working hard. He is our we tank need... commander. We call him Moutier. <laughs> how are we going to sign KD if we give him Moutier that money? That's what I'm... That's... So Bill Simmons has called it a we don't need foregone KD if we conclusion Moutier. that Kevin Durant is going to be a New York Knick next year. I don't believe that yet. I won't believe it until so I see So he's going to try to kill his career? I'll believe it once you know, I see Zion. On exactly. The you know why I believe it? I think it? even Zion wouldn't be enough to drag KD there. I don't know. That's bullshit. Who wants Zion to is a big enough name that I he think can bring anybody. I, the Knicks well, aren't even the best team in New York. Well, the thing is, I think there's a far more. Not. The Nets there's are a, there's way a far, better. I think they're more. They're a more attractive location based on ownership and team management. Brooklyn. And it being in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's an Brooklyn place better place. than the city. It's an up-and-coming place. It is. Yeah. And there, I feel like KD's a guy that likes to stay out of the limelight of the media. You have a better chance of staying out of the limelight in Brooklyn than you do in Manhattan. I feel like KD and Kyrie would be like a really good combo, though, in New no. York. I I thought KD and I, I mean I thought Kyrie and LeBron were going to be a decent combo. Look what happened there. Well, I mean they won a championship. They did win a championship, <laughs> but that fell apart really quickly after that. I mean, uh, and the championship won. is enough. Yeah. It is LeBron though. I'll take one ring and then like it could, we could tank for another twenty years for all I get. I mean, like I was fans. I was in Philly when the Eagles won, and like just just that shit, just being there, it's it's an amazing feeling. So if it were to happen, are you going to eat more shit if the Knicks win? No, but I'll laugh at people that do. <laughs> right, no. We're not going to go crazy like Philly did because we've won shit before. A lot. None of They're my not the Knicks. Have the Knicks anything. haven't won since no, the 70s. The Knicks are shit, but the Yankees and the Giants are both very good teams. So New York's good. I want to Don't, go don't talk about the Giants, the Giants right now. <laughs> All right, not right well, now. Not right now, but they won two Super Bowls a couple years ago. So Th- Those are miracles. Though. Yeah, that was a couple years ago, whoa, not now. Whoa, whoa, Eli Manning delivered the most perfectly thrown ball in Super Bowl history. That ball thrown to Mario. The ball thrown to Mario Manningham in Super Bowl Forty Six. I know. I know they played could amazing. Not have been. Put they played in a great It was spot. a perfect. But based on one. where they started at the beginning of the playoffs, those were miracle seasons. That's how they That's do it. Based on where they started they at the beginning of the season. In. Super Bowl yeah. Forty Two, the oh seven season, the Giants started zero and two. After losing to Dallas and the Brett Favre-led Green Bay Packers, they mounted a comeback against Washington in Week Three. Because yeah. Washington was terrible back then. They're Washington terrible now. is terrible now, Tim. Yeah, but the Giants are terrible now too. Yeah, Shut up, please. Yeah, but Washington's perennially bad. Yeah, 
That's yeah, but the, the Giants owner. aren't. My point is, New York wouldn't <laughs> flip out like Philly did because Philly won. No, no, they would. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they would. Listen, do you I understand? really don't think so. Do you Just understand a, the pain of Knicks fans? Like, and I don't Jets give a fans? shit about a, Knicks Mets fans. A, Fuck Jets fans. Knicks fans. Mets fans. No, no, Jets fans. Fuck Jets fans. We're miserable, though. You, you gotta yeah, look at, like, you're the outnumbered. area of Philadelphia, really, like, Jet, the people from Knicks there. Knicks fans would flip out. That's why they're out. And we've gone kind of a long time in New York standards for a championship. It's been seven years. That's long for New York. We usually don't go this long. I know, but... Let's be honest. Two more years, and the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. They're not. Like, what do you guys? Yeah, like, what future so. do you guys have right now? What? Like, you don't have a quarterback yet. Get a quarterback. Neither do you. Talk. Yeah, I, we do. Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> Geno Smith, Mark Sanchez. No one was saying anything oh, about Geno yeah, Smith the were. year after. I remember Jets after. fans also running through I'd the streets honest. praising the fact they got Tim Tebow after I, he just won a playoff game with Denver. And then he didn't play an offensive snap for the Jets. This is different. You look at Darnold, you see what raw potential. What makes this time any different? You I saw. Potential? I looked at Sanchez. Raw potential. And I saw some do you mean that? Sanchez brought you to two AFC Championship games and then yeah. shit the bed. Hey, oh, thank you. Oh, thank Sanchez you. also did the, did the butt fumble. You yes. whore. You were quick to throw him at the door. Hey, Why hey, would they be just as quick to throw Darnold? By raw talent, do you mean that ass? Let's talk about the Jets. Yeah. Let's talk about Let's their go. Gotham green jerseys. Oh, those jerseys and their are trash. Stupid That's ass names. Disgusting. Very stupid. Jerseys are trash. Team is gonna be good in the future. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, I've lost wait, hope how, over the Jets. How does it feel to have signed Sam a uh, what are 250 pound Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell is not fat. Whoa, hold on. I just on. want to dispute that. Oh, There's wait, no fuck proof. On. Say There's that no again. Proof. Say that name. Le'Veon Bell? No, you said Le'Veon Bell is what you said. You did say Le'Veon. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, whatever. But um, anyway. What, what? We're wearing Gotham green and spotlight white and stealth black. The black oh, jerseys you got Le'Veon, yeah, Kelvin, but the, Benjamin. They don't need Bell. names for the fucking You guys the traded jerseys. Odell Beckham Jr. for nothing. Wide receivers don't win you chance. What do you mean for nothing? We got a first round pick and a star safety. Odell Beckton was that's, overrated. That's an under. Defense wins championships. He wasn't. He brought, was not overrated. We he also paid brought too much. Jabril Peppers he was home. Overrated. I don't like see Tim, like he really the hype. Wasn't, okay, he was like paid you, too much. I'm still saying you guys should not have given him up just for that little. You okay, could have gotten a better okay, deal from okay, anywhere else. John, you could have gotten a better John, deal from the Pats. John, yeah, but why would you want to trade him to the Pats and just make them? You should be thankful we didn't trade him to the Patriots. I know, but still. Patriots wanted him. Jets fans are so yeah. Jets fans are salty because they didn't get him. No, look. One, we didn't want to see him in the Super Bowl. That was probably number one. Dream to Cleveland. Not that Cleveland. Exactly. We're not gonna see him in a Super Bowl if he's at Cleveland. We'll see him in the Super Bowl if he's on the Pats. The Pats don't need another star fucking. They don't receiver. need stars. They don't need anything. They just need Brady. They need Brady and the system they have yeah, it right now. The they need Bill Belichick and the system. Like but imagine how much Odell, better they'd be if Brady had that safety net. With that but he's got that safety net. His he's, name is Rex Burkhead. Also, he doesn't need a safety Plus, net. Brown you, all that happens to Odell anytime he's on the field is he gets double teamed. Mm-hmm. So if Odell, Odell gets double teamed, and then you have another receiver wide. We're talking about America's team, the Cleveland Browns. And then, <laughs> no, we're, we're talking about like a hypothetical if Odell went to the Pats right now. Look at uh, your typical, Odell went to the Pats. Look uh, at your I'd typical cry. mold of a Giants player. Stays out of the media. Stays out of the spotlight. Doesn't cause a whole scene. Odell Beckham is not your typical Giants player. Yeah, Odell did the opposite. Any of all day that. of the week, I would rather have Amani Toomer than Odell Beckham. Any day of the week. Why? Like, Why? Because like, like, I take reliability over somebody who couldn't catch a pass in a playoff game. It's better uh, 
That was. I've seen also, Amani Toomer do it. I haven't seen Odell. Yeah, do it. I haven't. Seen I've Odell seen Odell, Odell crumble over under the pressure. Man, I, I understand. Especially that. when he's up against Josh Norman. The, Shut up! <laughs> no, <laughs> literally <laughs> never. I understand. They no, had those they had those fights, but Odell still lit him up for two <laughs> touchdowns. Yeah, but the amount of fucking times that Josh Norman pushed them off. He still got two touchdowns. He still got two touchdowns. Yeah, over like the what four games that they played. You don't need also, star wide receivers talking for the Super Bowl. To, talking about Odell, your best uh what's it called? Basically, your best asset is your availability. He was constantly injured. So This guy gets it. That's true. But also but he was also I mean, a head case. You look at New teams, York Giants players aren't head cases. You want head cases? Look at the Jets. They're just think, a head case. But you look at teams, John. John, you look at teams recently. That he's not a head case. He's just fans a make him a head he's, case. He's a bit of a disappointment. Well, you look at teams old. that win the Super Bowl the nowadays. Why Eli Manning went to the to the Giants was because he thought he was too good for the Chargers. Oh yeah, he did throw. Yeah, up his a dad wanted him in a bigger market. What are you saying, Trish? I uh, said so the only reason that like the only teams that win nowadays are teams that have a system. Like you look at teams that went to the Super Bowl last year, the Rams. I'm be real with you, the Giants don't have a system. I understand but that. Keep going. I'm just saying we have Saquon. We, we have we have stars, which is a problem because stars nowadays don't win. Systems win. Bingo. Patriots and the Rams. They were both in the Super Bowl. Neither team really had players that were crazy huge, other than their the, the running back. Many stars though, like Brandon Cooks. Did they win? No, I'm, that's because okay. Todd Gurley disappeared. Go back the year before the Eagles versus Pats. They had Alshon Jeffrey. Zach I don't know Alshon Jeffrey is superstar. But the Eagles weren't any superstars. They had a quarterback, a backup, a career backup who was shit every other and, time he tried to play. And Zach Ertz wasn't the star of that Super Bowl at the tight end position. It was Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard caught a touchdown and threw for a touchdown. I had a conversation with my roommate about um, like the Patriots and how like they play well. You know, you don't really hear about them. You know, they're kind of quiet under, like, you know, under the radar. And um, Brady actually doesn't get paid as much as, like, other players do. You know, but yeah. they have that kind of, like... It's a system. It yeah. just works. Well, not that's, a, that's the point. The whole point year. of the system is that you can take any player out, plug another player in, and it'll still work. John, name not, me the last a, star wide receiver who won a Super Bowl. True superstar wide receiver. Randy Moss ain't got no rings. Mm. Odell ain't got no rings. Now I'm trying to think, like... Owens? T.O. ain't got no rings. Yeah. Ochocinco. Did he ever win Nothing. Who, Owens? Nope. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm trying to think. He got in a lot of fights. The, I don't, the I don't only f- one I can think of is Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice did it right at the end of his career, didn't he? No, uh, he had three. Did he? Yeah. Okay. With Joe Montana and Steve Young. Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver of all time. Yeah. But see, like... I think you just see like a lot of good wide receivers and like no stars, though. That's because you That's can't throw why that much money. Odell being traded wasn't a big deal. Because no, it, it, it works deal. out for the Giants because you can't go to a Super Bowl when you're paying just one player all this money. No, it was a big deal because it. Antonio Brown him. didn't win he a ring. Our, like, even Megatron though, even though he ring away. made these shitstorms in the media, he was our guy. Like all, yeah. The fans really loved him. The fans loved him great, but was he doing anything for us? No. No, I think it's just not really. You guys need we to rebuild now. Yeah, I, but, we, but also after the, after the Porzingis trade, it just it hurt even more. It felt like I yeah. hold out hope because I saw the Giants win a Super Bowl with Brandon Jacobs as their running back, and Plaxico Burris, who was decent, and Amani Toomer as their wide receivers. Yeah, but even back then, the Giants had like a system going. They exactly. had a, they had a certain kind Kevin of. Kevin Gilbride was the offensive coordinator. He. A certain worked defense. with Eli since he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you need you need a 
any kind of system. The biggest you, star on the Super Bowl team was Michael Strahan, and I believe Michael in paying Strahan. for defensive stars. Yeah, I believe yeah. in that. Defense wins championships yeah, exactly. nowadays. Yeah. Defense Ask the Patriots. Ask the Patriots what they just did to yeah. the Rams. That's part of the reason they win. The Bill Belichick didn't even have, evaluates like, talent. They had mm-hmm. young than anyone. defense. They didn't have a top ten. They had a top ten defense. It was like lower top ten, like eight, nine yeah. in the league. But they know how to just stack exactly. it up and make creative plays that the offense wasn't looking for. Not even creative plays. They knew when to do it at the right time. You saw it in the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. They weren't great that game, but they came up with the big play when they needed it. Yeah. And you saw it's, it in the Super Bowl. They were amazing in the Super Bowl against this Rams team that's supposed to be the next generation of what football is going to be. Yeah. The offensive game taking over. When I see a defense do what they did to the Rams, I still wild. have belief that defense was right, championships. Guys, while well, we're on football, how do you feel about Gronk retiring and where do you place him? Uh, he's, a, he's a top five tight end all time. Yeah. My, I still think the greatest tight end is Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. I would say top five argument for most dominant tight end of all time. I would say most talented in his prime. I saw a uh, but, yeah. I saw an article or like a headline that said, "Now that Gronk's retired, who has the who's the top tight end in the league?" I don't think Gronk question. was the top tight end in the league when he retired. No, I, I no, think Travis wasn't. Kelsey was the top yeah. tight end in the league, and I don't think it was close. Travis Travis Kelsey is a freak of nature, and he has the potential to be Tony Gonzalez good. Tony Gonzalez didn't win a ring either. Who would you say is top three tight ends in the league? Then, like obviously Kelsey. Two, I think you could say maybe Zach Ertz, Ertz maybe and then, then George Kittle. Yeah, Kittle's a beast. Kittle's gonna be Travis Kelsey. Tri- tri- uh, Kittle, Kittle has the ability to be Travis Kelsey 2.0. Mm-hmm. He just has to stay healthy and hope that that San Francisco offense gives him every chance and, to succeed. And hopefully his quarterback can stay healthy too. I yeah. agree with you with Gronk not being the best. It was just that he was always there. When exactly. Brady he was. Him. He was a good. Safety valve. Yeah. It was also a big, just huge, yeah, huge guy. human being, freaking so age. All, big that, polar all that they would do is just throw dumps over the. It fucking wasn't just top that he players. was huge; he was so agile and fast. Too. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he's a, a big freak guy. Freak of nature. They taught a polar bear how to play football. That's, that's what they pretty did. Pretty much. Yeah, it, he was just an amazing thing to watch in the field. Second round pick at it. That's where the the big tight ends come from. Second, third, fourth round. Second round pick at Arizona State. Just, That's where you find tight ends. Yeah, he and was. Belichick knew it. Just huge, just really athletic. How many? How many Super Bowls he win? Uh, I think three. He, Gronk went three. Yeah, I think three, he went right? to four or five. He went to five. Yeah, he, he went to three. five. Won three in ten years. And so if, if he, and was he was healthy, injured for most of it. if he was healthy in Super Bowl forty six, I believe the Patriots would have beaten the Giants because Gronk would have got to that hail mary if he was healthy. Yeah, definitely. See, the problem, you know, it's they put a lot on Gronk. For all these years, he was just getting beaten. Yeah, it every got to the point play. where it seemed like every week they had to put him back together. Yeah, it, it wasn't just he, that. The only way to take him down his knee was falling off, was his, his shoulder was falling off, his elbow was falling off. Everything was breaking. He broke on his him. forearm like <gasps> twice, and this could, poor guy just took a beating and just kept moving here, forward. Here, here's the full list of injuries from Robin Gronkowski's career in 2009 while at the University of Arizona. He had a back vertebrae disc hernia. Oof. Yeah, that was before he even got the NFL. I remember that. 2012, he has a high ankle sprain, a hip pull, and a, a forearm fracture. 2013, he has another forearm fracture. He has a back vertebrae fracture, a concussion, a torn ACL, a torn MCL. 2015, he has a knee strain. 2016, he has a hamstring pull, chest lung bruise, back vertebrae disc hernia, another one. 2017, he's got a thigh bruise. 2018, he's got a concussion and a back slash ankle injury, which he missed three games. 
That's Did a, you that's imagine if he had stayed healthy? Oh, he'd be what, what he, he would have done. He's already one of the most dominant players of all time. Mm-hmm. He would be even more. Di- he'd be better than Tony Gonzalez, probably in my eyes. He, he's just so physical. And that was why he a got lot of people put Gronk in front of Tony Gonzalez just based on rings. I give a lot of that to Brady. Yeah, because of Brady, Tony Gonzalez didn't really have a star quarterback when he was playing, and he still had the most receiving yards. I feel like it was what we were saying. It was the system exactly. that he was in. Just I'm every... curious to see how the next tight end steps up because I think there's a very good chance the next tight end steps up and probably won't be able to do the same thing Gronk did. But I bet he has a decent year because you know why? This Brady's is... throwing at him. Brady, exactly. Brady's throwing to him. Exactly. When and he... it's not just Brady. I feel like you could take Brady out, put another quarterback in, and the system still runs. Jimmy G, like they want to, they what did they do? Like what that year Brady was suspended for the first six games. They went three and two, I think. They went or the three and they three went and, three and one. Three and one for the four two, games. Oh, yeah. I think Garoppolo was one and zero, oh, and Jacoby Brissett was two and one because Garoppolo hurt his finger halfway through it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they used, the second game. They usually have a rocky start to like almost every season. Yeah, now. but the Patriots know it's not about the start, it's about the finish. It's about and the being finish, in the yeah. weak ass division they're in, I'm looking at John because he's a Jet fan. <laughs> You can have as many rocky starts as you want. They would have won the division last year, what, 9-7? They're still going to win the division this year. Yeah, the Jets aren't making the playoffs. We're going to make the playoffs. It's It's wild card. No, you're not. Wild card. We went over this, John. Are you better than Cleveland? No. No. Okay. Are you better than Pittsburgh? No. Better than the Ravens. Well, the Pittsburgh no, no, Steelers are probably going to fall apart again. You are not (laughs) better than the Ravens. No, you are not better than the Ravens. We will be better than the Ravens. Are you better than the Chargers? No. no. All right, take the Ravens out of the equation. You still miss the playoffs. I want, I want to talk about one thing about Cleveland. Um, living in Ohio, um, it seems like a lot of people actually gave up hope on the NFL. Like some people hope are is back. It's Cleveland again. Yeah, and some people are going back to being Browns fans, but a majority of them are OSU fans. Like you can go to a different college, you don't have to go to OSU, but everybody is an OSU fan. You yeah, know, oh, Ohio State's huge. There. I've almost gotten it's gonna in fights be for supporting. Michigan. Strange to oh see God. how OSU is going to bounce back now they don't have Urban Myers their head coach. I don't know if they can be as dominant as a program right away. It might take them a few years to get back in the swing, but I'm honestly not a fan of OSU just because of the amount of times it's been shoved down my throat. <laughs> I've become a U of M fan just because I just got sick of OSU. <laughs> I just the Browns are going to be nasty this year. And it's kind of upsetting. Hey, if you didn't like the Browns when they were 0-16, don't like them when they're 3-13. and right? I, I support them all the Facts. way. 3-13. <laughs> <and 13. laughs> Listen, I, they're, they're stacked. But the problem is, like I've said... Expectations be, could get to them. You could be as... No, it's not even that. You could be as stacked as you want. If you don't have a good system, you're not going to survive in this league. First-year head coach in Freddie Kitchens. You don't know how that's going to play. Also, on the didn't team. they lose exactly. like a defensive or offensive coordinator? Greg Williams is now the defense coordinator for the Jets. It's the, and I'm just saying they still play the Ravens and uh, the Pittsburgh. Steelers. Four it's times not like a the year. Pittsburgh. It's not like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, they lost Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. But they, still, Le'Veon they still wasn't playing last year. They still have two Pro Bowlers on that offense. They still have James Conner, who was a Pro Bowler this year. Yeah. And Juju, Juju Smith Schuster, who was a Pro Bowler this year, ridiculously good kid. And the Steelers, so good, good wide receivers out of their ass, like it's nothing. So I like Juju Smith Schuster. Like he's a yeah, he's a good player. Oh, he's a, he's a no, guy. but he's a nice guy too. He's a like, steal of a third round pick. Did you oh, see yeah. him walking around on Halloween dressed, dressed himself? himself? Yeah. that was just hilarious. Just walking around Pittsburgh. Dressed in full uniform, walking around, going trick or treat. <laughs> All right, then let's get to some other news real quick before we wrap up this episode because we're doing that now. Okay. So real quick in the NHL, uh, 
NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes clinched their first playoff appearance since the 08-09 season. Uh, last night with the win over the Devils and a Montreal Canadiens loss against the Washington Capitals. And then tonight, the Columbus Blue Jackets clinched a playoff spot against the New York Rangers in a shootout win. And the top three positions in the NHL draft lottery have been set. Locked in. It's going to well, be... Well, not... No, they're not, not set. The positions are... We know who the top three is going to be. The top yeah. three can't change. It can change between two and three. But one is set. It's going to be Ottawa. But Ottawa's picks owned by Columbus. And right now, the two and three can be decided between the LA Kings that. and it's New Jersey Colorado. Colorado. And then two and three will be decided by... Uh, it's either going to be LA or New Jersey. Depends on LA if they win tonight. And they're currently tied 1-1 with the Anaheim Ducks. And they play Vegas tomorrow. And the Devils play... Who the Kings are tied right now? Yeah. And the Devils Ooh. play Florida tomorrow. To Devils are going to lose that game Probably, because yeah. they believe in the tank. So we're going to end every episode like we do with some hot takes. Well, since you're new here, give us a hot take, Tim. It could be about any sport and any take. <laughs> I have no idea. Come on, something about NASCAR. You could do anything. Um, so their problems right now are with qualifying and the draft pack, uh, the the package that they have the cars to set up to, and you know nobody wants to like qualify because just the way the cars are set up, you know, you'd rather be be behind the first car. My opinion is just go out there. If you're the first car, make your lap. Then wait for the guy behind you. Then just drop back, go behind him, do a fast lap. You know. So they, just make qualifying easier. Easier. Yeah, and you know they're refusing to. <laughs> Got a hot take? Yeah. Um, the NBA is softer than the NCAA when it comes to technicals. Ooh. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You see Greg Popovich get ejected in the first minute of that Spurs Nuggets game. Not even that, but just. Watching the NCAA, there's the players are allowed to show so much more passion. Yeah, you can't show emotion in the NBA. You're just getting teed up. Yeah. John, you got one? Yeah. I'd say James Harden's the MVP, but it's not even close. Really? I do not agree with that at all. I think it's going to be Giannis. I don't know. No, I agree with John. James Harden's the MVP. This is the closest MVP race, though, we've seen in a while. I don't think it's that close. Okay, but I think it's look at the numbers Harden's putting yeah, up. Yes, the numbers are insane, but who would you rather have in your team? James Harden. No, Giannis Antetokounmpo is like Will Nobody Chamberlain or win. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Nobody can win. In he has their body type. He can Nobody. dribble and pass. He literally makes. He made Ben Simmons look like a child last night. Only one he other blocked player blocked Joel Embiid four times. Yes, Kareem. Luol Cinder was his name then. Right. Okay. But you were saying yeah. Trying to make he, me he, seem he stupid. Embiid I know four Luol different Cinder. times. He made Ben Simmons look like a child. He's just a a freak of nature. Yeah, he's crazy, but. The numbers that he's put. Yes, but Giannis. James Harden put up a 50 point triple double the other night. Also, Giannis. That's is, fucking crazy. I, I, under, I understand. No one yeah. puts up numbers like that. But also, Giannis, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just saying. It's the first time since it is, it is incredibly close, in my opinion. But Russell Westbrook because is Because Giannis engaged. secured the number one seed in the NBA. That's also, record. yes. Listen, I understand. No one all can do that. what he's doing. I understand that. Also, in my, on my. Yeah. You look at James Harden and how he doesn't really. I have wouldn't be that help. upset if James got it though. Like either one could get it. Like James Harden is just so good, and the points he's putting up is just ridiculous. You don't see shit like that ever. I don't know if it's gonna work in the playoffs though. 
I don't I, know. MVP race does not mean anything for the playoffs. That's not, nothing. If, if, if the MVP actually looked at the playoffs, a bunch of different people will be winning it yeah. than what we see. But it's about regular season, and if you look at the regular season, the only reason the Rockets are winning right now is because of James Harden. Yeah. He's the most valuable player on that team. Could you say is the same as that thing about the Bucs? I guess so, but it's just not What's crazy, impressive. really, is though, is that Giannis honestly could have won Most Improved Player for like the past three years. Yeah. Every year he takes yeah, how this incredible he? jump. Like it is the jump he has taken now. He's it's like watching a young LeBron. And really. he's playing less yeah. minutes than last year too. He's like playing five like, less minutes a game. He's playing, it's the second yeah. fewest minutes since his rookie year. It's insane. Yeah, he's just crazy. It's but Harden. How many more points so do you good. think Harden is averaging than Giannis? I have no idea. About I don't nine, know what I guess. seven. Yeah, not a ton. No, but that's still and that. Re- that realistically, is Giannis hasn't doubled up. Giannis hasn't doubled up on rebounds. Okay, I'm. I'm not Assist, talking about rebounds. Pro- I'm talking James about probably has like three more. It all goes toward MVP. It's not just points. Yeah. Defensively, Giannis is far better. Yeah, I feel like the way, like the easy way to compare it is, Giannis is almost as good as an offensive player, but with MVP level defense on top of that. Yeah. But that, James Harden is the best offensive player I've seen. Maybe it, like in, my, in, the past, in my like, opinion, twenty years. In my opinion, James Harden is currently number one offensively. Giannis is two. Yeah. But Giannis is far better defensively. I look at this too. Giannis Antetokounmpo has a thirteen percent higher field goal percentage than James Harden. He Harden he shoots. Shaq gave him his Superman title for a reason. The exactly. guy dunks on everybody. Exactly. All right. You have a hot yeah. take. Yeah, Trish. You got one. You have a hot take. Uh, yeah. I, I say I'm gonna go to the world of boxing. Ooh, I say shit. Daniel Jacobs knocks out Canelo Alvarez in their fight on, I believe, May 4th. Because I know uh, Canelo likes to fight around Cinco de Mayo. That's kind of his thing. After Triple G was robbed against uh, Canelo, I think Canelo gets his ass handed to him and knocked out by Daniel Jacobs on May 4th. You got one, Trish? That's on zone. I have zone now. Yeah, I think the uh, Vegas Golden Knights are going to win the Stanley Cup. Okay. All right. So we got a, a few announcements. Bob McLaughlin going to be on with his draft uh, mock draft on April 23rd. We will be at the Blue Jays game on July 26th, I believe. Something like that. That's a Friday. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be interviewing fans outside the Rogers Center. Having well, fun with that I'll tell one. you right now. Okay. Oh. So if you want to come meet us in Toronto... <laughs> All yeah. our fans. Yeah, July All our Toronto fans. Yeah, we're going to be in Toronto. And the summer of uh, Trish is coming up. Trish's Top. summer sport. Summer of Trish. Uh, it's going to be fun. We will see you next episode. Uh, we didn't talk about the Final Four. Who's going to win? Who's going to win the, the NCAA championship? Uh, Auburn. Tim. I'd say U of A. Uh, Auburn. I'm saying Auburn as well. I'm also wow. saying Auburn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Bet Auburn the house against Auburn. <laughs> yeah. And if Auburn gets to the championship, bet on whoever the fuck they're playing. I'm a long shot fan, so I like to go with the long shots. You said UVA. Auburn is the long shot. They're okay, a five who, who, seed, man. Okay, wait. I haven't been watching, so. <laughs> UVA is the one the, seed. Auburn is the left. lowest seed left. The best defensive team in the nation. Yeah, I fucked up on that one. We all like the underdog. Okay. Yeah, Auburn is MSU the, or Texas Tech? I have Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, MSU. So, yeah, Auburn-Texas Tech final. So, bet against I all I think MSU is going to make it. Honestly, I'm, like, I can't. I could see it happening either way, and you can never really they predict with Duke, this format. You know, By one point. And yeah, Cam, Cam Red has played like Duke. ass. All right, so we will see you next episode. Tom Dundon, you done done fucked up by getting rid of the AF. Fuck that ass. We will see you on Tuesday.